0: Asian a podcast where two Asians talk about their feelings. I'm young me May
1: and I'm Brian Park and it's very hot in New York City as you can see if you're watching on YouTube but we have a really special episode. Please bear with us if uh, we sweat through our shirts.
0: Brian's gonna get real sweaty. we had a, we finally did our live show Brian got really sweaty. yes so it's gonna happen all over again. It's gonna
1: happen all over again We're But good, yeah. But we have a really great episode planned this week, Youngmi.
0: Yeah, it's a little different. We mixed it up a little bit, but before we get to it, we're going to do our Patreon shoutouts really quick.
1: Very quickly. Okay. So if you like the podcast, please consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com feelingasian Any donation amount gets you a shout out on the podcast. Go check it out. We have a bunch of different exclusive benefits, but as you know, Youngmi and I guess who you are based on your name alone. And without further ado, yeah. our first shout out goes out to Chezon Riley.
0: on Riley. I know somebody that's name. I think I know this person. And if it's the person that I'm thinking of, I thought he was Korean because his name is spelled J-A-E-S-U-N. Yeah. Because he would order food at Mission. And then he showed up and he was a white person. And I was like, why is your name Chezon? It's like, oh no, it's Jason. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait, what? So he would deliberately spell it <laughs> Korean?
0: No, I think that's just how it was spelled to begin. <laughs> what,
1: he's just a white guy named Jaeson?
0: <laughs> <It's> Jason. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's spelled J A E S U N. I know that's J-A-E is a like, it's Jason. Korean spelling right there
0: I know You know the world is big and full of mysteries
1: Okay so Jazon Riley loves to order uh, food from Mission And he has dreadlocks And in any case Thank you for donating to the podcast Jazon <laughs> Our next shout out goes out to Christy Song
0: Christy Song Christy song? I'm seeing I'm
1: getting ABG vibes. AB, really? Yeah. She hasn't she's part of an ABG crew and she's the alpha in the ABG crew.
0: But I feel like she's like smaller than everyone else. You know what I mean? Like little, like little egg beater. But
1: vibes. she drinks the most out of everyone. <laughs> and keeps the party going into the <laughs> K-town what? underground Her, karaoke rooms that are open until 4 a.m.
0: She likes the yogurt soju. <laughs> <laughs> the yogurt soju cocktail, right? <laughs>
1: but she's been in a relationship with her partner for 10 years.
2: So she has an extremely
1: monogamous, like monogamous, but very chaotic ABG.
2: Yes.
0: Yes. Yeah. I like how this is kind of all over the place.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for donating Christy. Uh, Our last shout out for this episode goes out to Hannah Chatterjee.
0: Hannah, Hannah, I feel like Hannah is, I'm feeling like young vibes. High school, yeah. I feel like she's in high school. Do you think that can high school students donate to our Patreon? Do they have credit cards?
1: I think they just use their parents' money,
0: right? Okay, all right. (laughs) (laughs) I've like totally forgot what it feels like to be a kid. Hannah
1: Chatterjee (laughs) is she's like too cool for the high school kids, yeah. She's precocious,
0: she has an unfortunate she's listening to podcasts and she's like, oh my god, yeah, you
1: know, she reads books that high school kids don't read she's like
0: in high school but she has like I'm doing all the college kid stuff
1: right vibes like she probably from small town can't wait to get the fuck out of small town wherever small town is yeah and as soon as she arrives at NYU she's going to be like way too cool for everyone
0: yeah yeah she's already NYU vibes in a small town that's exactly who Hannah Chatterjee is yep
1: yep 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 hey case (laughs) thank you for donating to our Patreon If you'd like to do so, once again, it's at patreon.com slash feelingasian. And yeah, let's just jump right into it. Let's do it. Uh, Listeners, today on Feeling Asian, we're doing things a little differently. We invited two of our former guests, Julia Shiplett and Mike Wynn, And all four of us are going to discuss dating and relationships. And we thought this was a good group because all four of us are in different stages of the relationship dating cycle. Uh, Julia is single. I am in a new relationship. Mike is married and Youngmi is uh, famously divorced. So we asked our listeners for topics (laughs) slash questions they wanted us to discuss and we picked four topics that cover basically all the grounds of all the submissions that we got. Um, To make it easy to digest, we can say the four biggest topics were interracial relationships slash family dynamics, dating apps, Sex and marriage slash divorce.
0: Yeah. I like, I and mean, like, like, sort of, like When we were talking about this, what just happened? When we were talking about this, it's weird being in the same room with you, I have to say. Because we were, we always do it over Zoom, Yeah, right? the last time
1: while we were in the same room, you gave me
0: COVID. I gave Brian COVID, famously. <laughs> Whoopsie. Can we talk? Can I talk
2: yet? Can yeah. we talk? Oh, yeah. So you can talk. Oh, my target. God. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we were just- we're, they're just here okay. to s- sit here. Well, don't, don't
0: talk.
3: Mike,
4: this is great. This is a great way to. We didn't
3: know if we were introduced
4: yet. We were introduced, and we didn't know if
1: we were supposed to give each other COVID. That was the main thing. Fuck. I I I forgot to introduce you both because this is the first time we've done the podcast in person all like this together. I know. Yeah, feels weird. This is a metaphor for socializing in a post-COVID world where I don't know. Okay, so now do now do the intros.
0: Julia Sheplett, who is single. Mike Wen, who is married. Oh, Sick credit!
1: I was actually Woo. going to say Julia Shiplett, an incredibly talented comedian slash writer. Yes, and Mike Wen, the co-host of the Asian Not Asian podcast. I'll take the married one though. <laughs> you like the married
3: better? Yeah, that's, bit, okay. that's more work. Notoriously
1: single. Notoriously, Notoriously
0: single. single. single <laughs> famously divorced. Threateningly famously divorced. single. Threateningly Violently <laughs> single. <laughs> Violently, single. <laughs> Violently. <laughs> a
1: threat. Single a threat. Single, uh, <laughs> yeah. single with a purpose.
0: <laughs> and Brian's. Brian Park is in a new relationship. I'm famously divorced. Yes. So so when we were talking about this, I was like, we talk a lot about being single because we were both single. And then we were talking about doing a relationship dating episode. And I was like, we never talked about marriage or like divorce on the show. Mm. So we really wanted to like hear from people that um, are in relationships. And we did get a lot of responses.
1: Wow. Right. And we also want to stress to our listeners that we are just comedians, and we're just <laughs> humans talking about our experiences when it comes to dating. Although we have different uh, backgrounds uh, when, we, uh, when it comes to the subject, but... Um yeah, just yeah. take it all with a grain don't of salt. Take our we hope advice. that some of the don't things that we talk about yeah. don't, don't take our advice. advice. Yeah, just do I'm a complete one eighty of whatever we say. Yep.
0: My my advice is always get divorced. I love being divorced. <laughs>
4: Everyone get like, divorced. Well, I mean, I'm. That's why I I couldn't wait to get married so I could get divorced. So that's really um, no.
0: Well, but, but, but Mike, you're like so happily married, right?
4: Yeah. That. Uh, gosh, I wish I, I wish we didn't have to put it like that. But yes.
0: <laughs> why?
2: Because
4: I, I want a cool you're title. Way cruel. Notoriously, notoriously single. <laughs> Famously divorced <laughs> Happily married Lame That's such a lame
0: uh, Violently <laughs> married yeah. How would how we say that?
4: Hornily married, aggressively, uh, Hornily married.
0: aggressively, married. aggressively,
4: aggressively married? married. I am aggressively married. Aggressively married. I hit, aggressively. I hit it like white dudes hit Chris CrossFit workouts. Okay, I'm just like there all the time, crushing it every Wait, morning. Wake up. You said
0: criss-cross fit. <laughs> Chris CrossFit. Chris yes.
4: CrossFit. What, what if okay, it CrossFit? Uh, it's the Chris thing that Jason cross- does. It's the thing that Jason. We redact
1: does. finally married. Uh, you are now still happily married because Fuck. you just said crisscrossed. Crisscrossed. criss-crossed. Yeah. CrossFit oh <laughs> oh Join Um But yeah, we want to thank all of our wonderful listeners who submitted their stories uh, uh, in regards to what's going on in their dating lives. And um, I say we just jump right into it, young me.
0: Yeah, so the first topic was interracial relationships. There were so many people, there was like a theme where people were, because of COVID, going back home and having to live with people, their partner's families, and they're like white families. And they're like, oh, they're so racist. I got a lot of, we got a lot of like stories like that. Um, One person said that they're, they had a fight with their husband and... He didn't uh,
1: believe the Atlanta shootings were racially motivated. W- yeah. Yes. I, yes. Which,
0: to that, I say divorce. <laughs>
1: right. There you Don't do it,
0: but do it. Get famously it. divorced. Yes. Don't listen to me, but do it. Um, <laughs> and then somebody said that, uh, like, she was talking to her white boyfriend and he didn't believe that people say "me house to her on the street. And I was like... oh. Break up. Come on, um, oh my God. <laughs> that's my advice every time.
1: But remember, listeners, do the opposite of whatever we say. So double down and commit even harder yeah. is the real advice. Get yeah.
0: aggressively married.
1: <laughs> advice, um, and yeah, uh, an interesting theme we received is they contacted us about problems in the relationship, and they weren't sure if it's due to cultural differences or if it's like a product of like who they are as individuals because there is like a blanket or if you're in an interracial relationship you could be like maybe it is just cultural differences and compromise but
0: yeah there's a white woman that was like oh we have this like issue with my Asian husband I don't know if it's his culture and I was like
4: Probably. Divorce. Uh, yeah, divorce. Just get divorced, <laughs> everybody. That's so yeah. simple. Great um, podcast,
1: everyone. Just that's it. But yeah, have you, is anyone in this room, so Mike, Julia, Youngmi, do you have any uh, experience in interracial relationships? What's the, What's the question? Well, should, we, should you do it? No. Yeah,
2: like, what are your don't thoughts?
1: you say no? No, don't do it, yeah. Don't do it. Just only... Have you just, never been in an interracial relationship? I've actually never well, have been well, in an technically, interracial technically, because
4: you're both... Technically, yes. The joke is that I'm Vietnamese, she's Korean, so we're in an inter- interracial relationship. <laughs> right, that is even more that difficult. That is very interracial. Dating very, very, a white person.
2: Exactly.
4: <laughs> I'm, you know, whatever whatever. Vietnamese people... What, is it, what is it, did you say? Korean people are Italian?
0: Korean people are Italian. Yes.
4: Vietnamese people, we're Mexican? I don't know what we are, but... <laughs> Yeah, we're, Wait,
0: why are Korean people Italian? I just just based on like Korean people in LA. <laughs> yes, because they're like Jersey Shorey. Yes, Jim like, tan
1: laundry. Yeah, yeah, Live yeah, With their yeah. moms. Yep,
0: interesting. Gold I see. Chains. I don't.
1: I just go with the vibe, too, Julia. It's where her young vibe. me says it with a confidence and bravado. And I'm like, oh, yes, Ryan we are Italian. Never questioned it. <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> I never questioned. I guess it. I
3: didn't meet enough Korean Italians in <laughs> LA. There, there was going to be
1: um, that reality
4: show, uh, K Town Cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> this is way back. This is like in like oh. 8 or oh nine or something Right I saw that. it Right and yeah. it was And they, I think they eventually Made it into like a movie But it was going to be A reality show Based on Jersey Shore oh. And it was already it was like in production They had found it And like you know pe- You know Kate keep- K Town Koreans can get real Jersey (laughs) Shorey, for sure. So definitely, the
0: show because someone got murdered or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Well,
4: yeah, yeah. Somebody, somebody took all the money. Yeah, (laughs) took all the money and went back
0: to Korea. Anyways,
4: yeah, I've not been in. in, uh, Yeah, I've not been in. in, I was in. I dated a white girl for like a week in high school. That was like my one thing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's that's it. One really. Yes, and then I went to when I went to college. It was I went to UC and everybody was Asian, so I was like, I couldn't even. You know what I'm saying? This is why we need affirmative action. Like my (laughs) dating life is all Asian people. Uh,
1: what about you, Julia?
3: Um, I mean, I feel like if you are a mixed person like I am, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you are sort of always interracial dating. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really though, like, you know, if I date a white person, if I date a black person, if I date an Asian person even, I'm still not fully Asian. So there are going to be differences. And even if I date you know, a mixed another half white half <laughs> yeah. Asian Ancient. person. We are sort You're of is that uh, what is I don't know if interracial would be the right uh, name, but we're it's a mixed couple. Yeah, we're both mixed. Yeah, so we both have our own weird things to figure have, out together.
4: Have you have you you've dated another interracial person?
3: Um, I have casually like okay. dated okay. mixed people, do but you, okay. I would say I've only had like two real, what I would call like r- serious relationships. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're both unfortunately with white men. So, <laughs> you know, um, a whole those were very on that.
0: interracial, I would say. Um, yeah. How did you feel like, cause I, I've also dated white people in the past, but like, how do you, do you ever feel weird? Like going out, like how people perceive you? Do you ever feel like that? With dating or in general. <laughs> like when in people, people life, yes. see you with like a white guy?
3: <laughs> in like- I think that uh, people a lot of times don't know what I am.
2: Mm. Mm. So
3: I don't. I think a lot of people don't necessarily think I'm white, mm-hmm. but they don't necessarily know that I'm Asian. Oh, so, um, uh, but like, yeah, I think that if I'm with a white person, like it, it does, we look interracial probably yeah. to right. an extent. Um, mm. But... Yeah, I mean, you know, you, you always are maybe cautious about how people are perce- perceiving you yeah. as... I don't
1: know. How do you I feel always about, think it? about it? I, mean, I always think
0: about
3: that.
1: Yeah, so I'm going to read a message that we got from uh, one of our listeners. And okay. I've been in a serious relationship with a white person before. And I think you have too, young me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And uh, this person wrote, I've been dealing with racial microaggressions slash microaggressions from white boyfriends. Parentheses, well-meaning and liberal family and being a conflict-averse person. I feel like I don't have enough ground to make everyone uncomfortable by saying mm. that was offensive slash racist, especially for microaggressions that are more nuanced and difficult to explain to white people. Yeah. Mm. That
0: was like a theme like in a lot of the messages that we received. Yeah. Like that exact thing.
1: Have you ever been in that situation before?
3: Yeah, I have. I think usually it's not... It's like... Mostly, I would say people are not intending to be shitty. Yeah. Right. Um, Mm. I think a lot of times things are just out of ignorance. I mean, I'm sure I've said something ignorant about other... I definitely have about other people unintentionally. Right. And Mm -hmm. um, I think it's like there's different ways to correct people that aren't necessarily... Sometimes it's like appropriate to be aggressive, I think, when you're correcting someone, especially like depends on what it is. But if it's like kind of like a mistake that you're like, well, that makes me feel weird, but I like, I understand that that wasn't the intention. Yeah. I think it's also like totally fine to just educate people on like, Mm -hmm. hey, this isn't cool because of this. And uh, that's okay that you did that, but just moving forward.
1: Right. Now you
3: know. Yeah.
1: I found the biggest challenge with dating uh, with seriously dating a white uh, partner is um, th- this like, and it could be chalked up to a cultural difference, but at least in America, it almost feels like white people have the home court when it comes to like belief and thought and perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's one of extreme individualism. And so right. the times I get upset, it, it's something that conflicts with my Asian upbringing of uh, think more collectively Mm. When And so if there was an argument of like, well, oh, you shouldn't have done that. Think about how other people would perceive you or like that right. wasn't very thoughtful. Ultimately, you can't argue against, well, I felt like it. This right. is what I wanted to do. Mm. And that's it. And yeah. it's like mute, moot point. And so mm. that's something that I, like, I found uh, brushing up against a lot. because. Right. Even though arguments aren't supposed to be won by one person or the other, it still felt like I was always losing. Because I'm like... Right. I'm bringing on like an extra filter of be more thoughtful or that's... Uh, like read the room a little bit more. Right. And that's like a very Asian mentality. Yeah. Like reading the room.
2: That...
0: You know, like my ex... I, I don't know. I'm siding with the whites here. I'm just kidding. I'm like my ex <laughs> would always say stuff like that to me. And I... How I perceived it was how I read it was like, you care about other people more than me. Like that, which is like, was like a big issue in our marriage. Oh. Mm. Yeah. So that's like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like when somebody is very yeah. con- conscious of like reading the room and what right. other people think and like putting up like, air, not airs but you know what I mean? Like behaving a certain way. I'd yeah. be like, who cares about these people? They're strangers. Like, yeah. But yeah. that was my perception. And then well, we, we'd have.
2: Like
1: another thing that all the listeners brought up is like, what do you do in the instance where your partner is? Like, an inc- incredibly well-meaning person, but then when you go visit their family, their let's say family, their family's, like, all yeah. Trumpy and, like, really, mm, uh, well, like,
2: yeah,
1: you just don't politically align with them whatsoever. Would well, that, that, like, yeah. taint or influence your perception of your partner?
2: Mm.
0: I, it would. I, I'm sorry. Like, I can't... If, if I'm dating someone that's white and their family is, like, Trumpy and... That they have a good relationship with their family. Like, we have to go hang out with them all the time. That's not going to happen. <laughs>
1: but you don't get to choose who your parents well, are, that, though. But that person
0: that I'm dating should not be talking to their family.
1: Really? they're racist. Really? Yeah. I like, don't know if I agree with that. I'm
0: sorry, what? Yes. I,
1: I don't know. This is like, for me, I'm like, I could have a soul. But that makes me so, like uncomfortable the idea of like excommunicating my own family, but maybe that's just because I have like a devout allegiance to them. And I'm like, mm. I don't, if
2: you're I, you're white not, you don't get to choose who your racist, parents are. I'm still going to have, hang out with
1: your parents. I don't know. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, be, what do you, what do you two think? I told think?
2: you,
0: divorce.
4: <laughs> um, as a, I have a family. Divorce that, your parents. Yeah, get out. Famously divorce your parents. Uh, I have a family that's very Trumpy. Yeah. Uh, I have a Vietnamese family mm. and... Uh, They've gotten like more mellow over age You know Um, I think for me I think the one interesting thing With like having a family like that Is that you realize that like You're uh, kind of on the inside And you can help these people Mm -hmm. Um, Help is not the right word But like you You know you identify with what they're going through you don't you don't agree at all with any of the things right and you 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 know you feel kind of compassionate that like okay i i can reach these people they went through something horrible right i get it it's like really terrible and this is what happened this is like their reaction to it right and so you know i think when you family is so tricky mm-hmm. right it's it it's the it's one of those times where you don't want to necessarily always be aggressive You you, you sometimes you have to just like you just have to accept it yeah there there is a limit, I think everyone has to figure out what that limit is gonna yeah. be, yeah, you know, because you you still have to live as a person mm. um and I think the worst thing sometimes is is the sort of gaslighting that could happen that's always the worst that the the worst thing it's almost better if you're like out fighting a alt right racist because then you're just like okay, we're both we're here to you know. Kick each other's asses But if one person's like Racism really yeah. happens to everyone Including white people Then, yeah. then you're well, like yeah, Okay, now we're not even On the same page at all you That, know? that right. also
0: reminds me of Like what Julia was saying Because Yeah, like if someone Says something messed up And you're like Hey, you know, that's messed up And they're like Oh, I'm so sorry Like that's a That's like a different situation Than if you're boyfriend's mom says something racist and you're like, oh, that's racist. And she's like, no, it's not. Or like, that's like where, which leads me to the next message that we wanted to read. It's from somebody. And she said, I am an Asian woman newly dating a white man who has a lot of good qualities, but being woke is not one of them. Is it possible to maintain admiration and respect for someone to not try to change them when they seem interested in the content of wokeness, but allergic to the words around it? So
2: it's
0: like, this person's like, like, let's say Julia's, like, advice, that you said something like, hey, that's not right or whatever, and then they're like, ugh, you know, like, they have a bad reaction.
2: Mm, yeah. So, like,
0: that's, like, divorce.
2: Uh.
0: <laughs> well, it's like, what it, what are they really
3: responding to, though? Because it sounds like she's making it seem like he is interested in, like, learning and, like, wants to... F- it seems like there's, like, trigger words for him that are really mm. upsetting. like Right. I re- like, I remember one time I got into a big... Like fight with my dad because who is like a very I would say pretty like open minded accepting person, but just the idea I think he has old school ideas of what feminism means Mm. because he's literally he's old and so you know (laughs) I feel like software needs to be updated. (laughs) Software needs to be updated, but also I think that there's still the like. 60s bra-burning feminazi idea of, like, man-hating oh, right. that he associates with feminism. Mm-hmm. And even though I'm, like, I think a lot of the things you've done professionally, personally, are feminist things. Yeah. He was, was, like, just so upset about being, like, called that. Or he's like, I can't be a feminist. I'm a man. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> oh, he's Where, like that? Yeah. Oh, wow. Where it's like, n- you... I think just simply have an outdated idea of what this word means.
2: Mm. And I think that there are
3: people just like that, where it's like, how do you, yeah, how do you have a conversation with someone if you have actually different definitions of words?
4: I mean, I think that's like the, that's
0: a really good point. That's
4: like the, the, a through line for, I mean, I've only, I dated a white girl for one week, so this is my (laughs) limit. (laughs) But if I was continue to date her, I think maybe the through line for it is, you know this is like this is the kind of the shitty thing is because you're as a person of color going into this relationship you have the burden of helping this person out you know what i'm saying mm. so i understand yeah, it sucks because yeah. you're the one who has to empathize with this person even though they're right. the one being shitty mm. but like you have uh an opportunity to um you know uh to to help this person understand that you know, we're there's there it's not adversarial. That's the whole thing. This is not adversarial. Yeah. This is not like I'm taking this from you. It's just like other people's perspectives are important. Yeah. And but that kind of labor is like wild hard. And you don't want to have to do that. So you just hard. want to go to the barbecue and chill. All the white people are getting to getting to chill and drink beers, and you're the one who has to do there, sit there, doing like psychology one hundred and one
0: with your mom. Yeah, right, exactly. Why right. like right. do I have to fucking teach? Yeah, why
4: do I have to yeah. teach you. But like, Sucks. that's the thing is that like people yeah. who are in that position because they are, uh, you know, they have the you know sort of luxury of being the um, the default culture that the you know they yeah. they accept, they sort of assume this is how everyone thinks because I am, I assume my, my, my experience to be the American experience. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying?
4: When it is not. And then, and then you end up having to But even in this that. particular
1: example, it seems like this woman is willing to do the work and yeah. put in the emotional labor to educate her partner. But, he, her partner is has like an it uh, doesn't even want to hear those trigger like, words because yeah. it incites like dad, it evokes like, oh, a reaction, yeah. And I don't like have any situation. experience, yeah, right? Like w- uh, that would upset me if it was a romantic partner who didn't even want to like have a discussion about it. Mm-hmm. But I have, like, you know, I have white friends who I've gotten into um arguments with where I'm like, why does this make you so upset? Right. And I think mm-hmm. white people they hear these like pop button words especially in a place like new york which is very left-leaning and they just get prickly and upset I, uh, for no particular right. reason i'm like why uh, they, they take it as an affront to yes them they do because yeah. like maybe it's a guilt thing yeah. or yeah. here's i mean one thing mm. that's kind of helped and and even
4: for me when i was like trying to understand why it's important to put your pronouns into something right like you introduce yeah. yourself with your pronouns um And this is a a fascinating thing, like I've done a few college shows and a lot of college students, they'll introduce themselves with their pronouns, even if they are just very heteronormative, you know, my name's Brian and he, him, right? It's not a big deal at all. And what I what kind of helped me realize why it's important is it's because you by you by you as a heteronormative person mm. saying your, your pronouns it allows other people who might not be heteronormative or transgender to say it. so you normalize so it's not speaking weird about for it for them and what made what made me really kind yeah. of break through was like this isn't about you this is about you helping someone else another yeah, human yeah, being yeah. Yep. and if you can get people to realize hey this is about do someone a solid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? That's, that's the thing. Yeah. Do a solid for someone and people will be like, okay, that's that's a little bit I understand, you know, why you wanna you know, I'm just trying to help someone out. Yeah. yeah. This is um, a little thing for me. for me. Exactly. It's but not hard for me. If it you.
0: means it's gonna make it easy for someone else, that's great. Also yeah. that being said, we forgot to ask everyone for their pronouns. So I'm like oh, I was thinking so. about that reading the stories, I'm like, oh I'm assuming that this person is so I'm just using they them. Um all right, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Interracial dating. I, I, I guess I want to just say one thing before we move on, like just because of all a lot of the messages were about families and uh, because yeah. of COVID and having to go in these spaces, like those are really if you're a white person listening to this and your partner's Asian or, you know, maybe not Asian, some other race. Just, I think that th- what you need to understand is when you're a person of color and you're going into a white space, oh, that yeah. is unsafe feeling. yeah. yeah. We so count. unsafe feeling. We look feeling. for the
4: exits. Yeah, we count who's going to be Going into safe. that
0: fucking soul cycle we, we, class. You do think we know. The one, you know, the one in NoHo. Unsafe <laughs> feeling for us. So it's your job as a white person, if you notice that this is all white space and it's your racist white family, you have to do a lot of work to make sure that your partner, who's a person of color, feels safe. And that's It's funny. I just want to say that. And ask everyone their
1: pronouns. And get divorced. Please get divorced. (laughs) And (laughs) divorce. So the next topic that we wanted to touch on is is dating apps. And uh, uh, we we addressed up top, Julia, that you are violently single. (laughs) Are you on the dating apps?
3: I am... Even though I'm violently single, I am passively on the dating apps. Why passively? Um, Because I just... I'm not into them right now. You mm. know, right now I'm only on Hinge. Okay. And I just Is that because
4: that's the, the one the you're able to control the dialogue a little bit better? Is that why? Or is there any sort oh. of other reason? No. Okay. No,
3: I think it's because like Tinder I think is like a bad user face. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't like the user experience. <laughs> it's yep. like design
1: is kind of off. The, the, the design off. is
3: off. It's also <laughs> just feels Yeah. even though everyone's on who's on Tinder is probably on Hinge too, it feels like a smaller Mm. pool on Hinge. yeah. It's probably not, to be honest. But Tinder just, like, overwhelms me, I think. Uh, Um, Bumble, I... I, No. I just... uh, I don't know. I'm just on Hinge. But I just don't really check it very often. Mm. And...
1: um, Has it always been that way for you? Like, since the first time you started using dating apps, you always used it passively? Or...
3: No, I feel like there were times where I'd be like, okay, check Instagram, check check it, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I just feel like maybe it's COVID where I'm just like, I'm exhausted. I mean, I've gone on a few dates. right? Mm. Um, They just, you know, I don't feel like there was like anything really there. Yeah. Yeah. I Um, I did go on a date yesterday actually. Oh, through Hinge?
4: Was it through the Hinge? It
3: was through Hinge. Okay. Okay. Wow. And they told me within like the first 20 minutes, they're like, so my partner and I actually recently just did a little trip on the West Coast and I was like, oh, you're Okay. Okay. Oh, I you- didn't, I did not know that. Oh, oh they're in an open relationship. Yeah. You
2: didn't know that. Or they're
3: getting serious.
0: I feel like- And I was kind of like, that would be a, nice a topic to, to
4: bring up. A- I feel what?
0: like you should <laughs> say that before the before the date. Because I've been think- on a few days. I thought, Is like there like that a setting
4: and- you can put on the thing, you know, where it's like open
0: relationship, with an open relationship? No. You, know? you should put that in your profile. I but think.
3: you should mention it or bring it up in messaging back and forth, you yeah, know, just sure. like, hey, there. FYI, blah, blah, blah. I agree. Um, So, yeah, I was kind of like, all right, that's. It was still, like, a nice time, and I also feel, like, also, I, it was with a woman, and I am, mm-hmm. I will, I love, I collect women. I just want, <laughs> I want women in my life, okay. like, in general, yeah. in yeah. a way that I, no offense, I just don't D- don't feel blame that me. with men to be, yeah. I don't need, for <clears throat> me, it's like, with guy friends, it's like, you're kind of grandfathered in, you
0: know?
4: <laughs> yeah, yes. It's
3: like, I don't, I'm Just not, like
4: my I'm, Verizon plan. Yeah, thank exactly. exactly. you. Thank you.
0: A fresh, like, cishet man friend.
2: Mm-hmm. No, well, no That's not I get gonna it. happen I totally get it. Maybe
3: if <laughs> I know That French they're really one. cool And a bunch of my friends Are friends with them Like I have people Vouching for them But like Just a, a lone stranger Coming <laughs> right. into my life
1: freed up. Yeah. Probably yeah. not So for you that Young me a, no. so no you, no. a new head guy friend Is like the free Mobile phone case That they give yeah. you At Verizon When you purchase A new phone just And you're like kind of I don't really need this But just I mean it. Sure I fucking guess I don't
0: want this Yeah it's not going to happen. No. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know how this so, is added. But
1: yeah, but this yeah, is—I guess not. this is uh, open to everyone except for Mike because you <laughs> and you know you don't have as much experience with no, dating apps. Don't. But uh, something that came up a lot from our submissions was choice paralysis. Yeah, like did you ever choice.
2: deal with that? <clears throat> what do
0: you mean choice it's paralysis? There's so much choice that you can't choose. One of them, well, like not who
1: you want to commit, like it makes commitment hard. Like, there's just online too dating, many, yeah, yeah, there's like, you're like in the back of your head, you're available. like, go, like swipe maybe there's tender. someone better,
3: yeah. I mean, I feel like it's literally designed to do that, right? Yes. Yeah, like, that's true. I think even though Hinge is their like tagline is like designed to make you quit, Hinge, you know, right. it's like they want you, they say, like, you find your person, you're off, we want you no. not to not be on here anymore, yeah. Um, it, I don't think that's true. Mm. Uh, I think. Yeah, it definitely is. I think for a lot of people, for me, I think I'm more like I just get so overwhelmed that I'm like, nobody. <laughs> I'm not hanging out with anybody. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's what yes. I do. Right. Rather than being like, well, let's see who else is better out there. I'm just um, like, and nobody. Yeah. Um yeah, I, I think had, that's just where I'm I don't I don't know if I'm in like a very romantic headspace, unfortunately. Right, yeah. I yeah. almost had
1: the opposite experience of you where I would just go, serial date on using the apps. And instead of no one, I would go everyone. Like I want to just, and nothing would manifest into anything more because Mm. I was in this constant headspace of everything's so new, like new stimuli, new stimuli. Like these aren't really deep connections, but it's just a new person and it's going to be exciting to learn about them.
2: But you
3: still had to have enough interest to meet up with someone in person, which for me, I find like going on a first date, I'm like, Mm. I I don't really psych myself up these days. And I'm always like, I want to go. I don't, it it feels like, like, it feels like an appointment. It feels like. But I was
1: going into it from such an unhealthy headspace though, because, uh, I've tried, I almost treated like a drug. Like when I would have frustrations with my, let's say like, I was upset about something with my career. It wasn't like going the way I wanted it to. Right.
2: Yeah. I would
1: go to the apps to get that validation. i like, well, I, I have nothing happening headspace. tonight. Like my friends don't want to hang. I don't have any shows. Yep. At least I'm going on a date
2: though. Yeah. Oh. I was de-
0: I've definitely been in that space. Yeah. But this, this uh, message we got sounds... This is interesting Because a lot of the messages Were from like Cishet women About how poorly They're treated by Cishet men Because of this The dating apps Are like Oh they're just Fucking everyone And
2: ghosting me And we got a
0: lot of Like ghosting messages But this one is somebody That has choice paralysis Like Brian And they said having trouble deciding when to commit to someone in a culture of online dating, serial dating. I often find myself in choice paralysis. Do you really think there's such a thing as when you know, you know? And I think that this is kind of proving, yeah, like, yeah, like you, Brian, I guess. Because you had choice paralysis. You were doing this. Like, when did you, you know, like, yeah. How did you know when you you knew? Because you just now are in a relationship. right?
1: I mean, when I, with my current girlfriend, it was... The chemistry was, like, so great from the first date. Yeah. Like, something stood out about that date in comparison to all the others I went on. Mm. But even before we had met, I was just getting so fucking tired of... Like, there was a conscious choice that I had to shift Mm. in my brain where, okay, you know what? I'm ready to commit to something serious. Because I was single for quite some time. And I felt like... If I didn't make the effort in my brain, mm-hmm. I could be. In the, I would be in this constant state of choice paralysis. Right. There's so many fucking cool people in New York that I want to meet. Like, yeah. there's an endless stream of them. So it's so
0: like half and half. There was like a vibe that was strong. Yeah. And then the other half is like you were mentally in the space to commit to something. Is that what? You're yeah. Saying? Like yeah.
1: It, it aligned. Like there right. was done on my end where I was tired of just impulsively meeting new people. Yeah. Because I would never let anything. Manifest into something more And perhaps It it definitely was a fear of commitment I wouldn't give myself The opportunity To let it grow Into anything more But um, My girlfriend's great And it made that Like it aligned
0: Right Yeah
1: But there's I think there's definitely like A concerted effort I don't know if it's that organic Where you're like Mm. This is the best I just know Right Because you got to put the effort To like text people And check Mm -hmm. in And show that you're interested Yeah That's all effort Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Yeah I feel Um you know, If there was really an app that was about, we're going to
4: make dating so that this, you know, it, it, it's a dating app that is designed to keep you from dating. It would be an app where you, the first match you have, that's it. And then the app would delete itself and you have to marry that person. That's really the whole
3: thing. I think that's a Black Mirror episode, by the way. the whole thing.
4: I mean, <laughs> like the whole thing about- Is
1: it? I want to watch it. 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 It'd be, it'd be, if that's the way, that's the solution. That's, uh, that's so the solution. App of like, appifying uh, arranged marriages. Arranged marriage. marriage. Just, yeah. An app that
4: where you have to be married to this person. Right. You don't have a choice. And this, uh, if you, yeah, it it, uh, it it just deletes itself and you're locked in. Because that's yeah. like the whole thing that's with-, locked in. with and also, I would uh challenge uh, most people in New York City are terrible and not cool at all. <laughs> I I've agree. only met.
0: I think they're all garbage.
4: I, I mean, I've been with my partner for years and years, and I think in the entire time in New York City, I've probably met two or three people where I'm like, this person's pretty cool. I would be interested in learning more about them. Wow. <laughs> you know, not not because like a lot of wow. it otherwise is just like uh, listeners.
1: Just- there are four people in this room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: You know, you know, but like, you know, like... Coincidence?
2: Uh, and-
4: yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, get the app ready. So it's, it's uh, you know, I think with ch- uh, choice, I think is, is kind of an illusion. Mm. You know, when you, mm. you... Relationships don't make sense. Mm. When you use the individual rubric of like, what's the best for me, then you will never find that person because there's no, you know, that you're using a measure that is incompatible with the ultimate goal. Because you, you get into a relationship means you're pruning some of your individual, individual needs and wants away. Which mm. is why it doesn't work. Because like, as soon as somebody you meet is like, oh, I don't want you to do this, you go, this person's bad for me. Mm-hmm. Because as an individual who's single, you should be measuring your best outcomes as maximizing your pleasure and maximizing your options and all those things. But those right. are things that automatically will be removed when you get into a relationship. Yeah. So they're yeah. incompatible things that you're looking for. So I'm not saying that I don't know what the thing is but you should be aware that that is happening. You know what I'm saying? Well when I'm I'm married and it's yeah. great but I sacrifice a lot of stuff, you right. know. And it's yeah, I wouldn't say it's worth point. it. I'm not going to say that because value that value is incongruous with a functioning relationship. Right.
0: Well the yeah, I mean, you know, I was a like serial monogamous, and I'm like now been single for yeah. almost 2 years now by choice. I was like I can't yeah. do this. Yeah. But I think those are that's one of the things that I learned. Um, it's that like, oh, like now it's almost like I I went too hard with it. And I think that's why you're saying single people are like this, especially in New York, because Mm -hmm. there's so many options. Like the second one person does something and I'm like, Yeah, I have another
4: option, I'm out of here. Exactly right. which is you cool. Know, I mean, you I, know, if you are in that I, space, yeah. Yeah,
0: in my head, I thought, oh no, one day I'm going to meet somebody perfect, and then that, and then I'm going to be in a relationship with them. Mm-hmm. But I'm realizing, like what Mike's saying, like that's not possible. So it's like you're gonna just have to meet somebody, and there, there's like wrong things about them, but you're like willing to. Be okay with it or work
4: right. You have to, to be work, in a relationship, you have to work them. through that yeah. thing, yeah. which I didn't
0: really realize until I was single. I think,
4: yeah. So, like, the whole thing, I think, when again, to go back to the choice paralysis thing, yeah, there is a you know, uh, w- w- if you go to a cereal aisle, uh, what's the <laughs> best cereal? You know, like, yes, yeah. that is a choice because there is an option that is your best one, yeah, but like. What if what if the cereal you chose was like you can never eat another cereal again? Yeah. You know, that's kinda right. like what you're doing, right? You're you're that's the that's the the, unless the that conundrum. cereal is
3: open. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: unless that cereal comes with a bunch of different samples inside of it. Uh, yeah, that's that's not like you that's the... like the, the mind fuck that you're getting into. Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. And you know, you'll never know if you got the kicks and you kinda <laughs> like the kicks, you would never know that like fucking lucky charms exist and you would have loved charms that. Is great. Because you're just okay with the kicks. You know yeah. what I mean? That's yeah. why I think it's good to try a lot of cereal. Yeah. You, you should try a, get a lot of cereal. With the little, the kid, the small mini ones. And you get 20 different yeah. kinds. Oh, and you also shit. get...
4: Or maybe Hlamydia. you want to mix them all together. <laughs> <laughs> you mix them all together in a big ass bowl. And oh it, gets, it gets real weird and mushy. <laughs>
1: it's sticky.
4: Okay. Sticky. So but um, It's also
3: so hard because you also have to like... Even if you meet someone and yeah. you're like, okay, they're checking a lot of things that sure. I really like yeah. they yeah. have to do that for they you too they have to do that for you too right? you and yeah. that's
4: Both so hard agree on that it's yeah. really hard I it's very like,
1: difficult that's for especially me, in New York
3: it feels it dating right now it feels like it's like kind of like a lottery where it's like man right. it's gonna be like it's just the odds yeah. that like it's just you truly guys,
1: so random and arbitrary because there's too many variables that are outside of so your control there's so many variables and t- yeah. I think
3: timing is a huge one too like yeah. timing is everything I think Brian said yeah. yeah you know mm-hmm. there are people yeah. I've dated mm-hmm. who I'm like I think you're awesome I just don't feel like this is not the time for this to yeah, happen yeah absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. and that yeah. sucks because um, I think it's real for yeah. sure yeah, and, um, yeah.
1: you definitely uh, touched on something that a lot of our listeners spoke about is that it's there's a lot of rejection that comes with putting yourself out there through the dating apps and there's tons of ghosting that happens. Ghosting. And to the point where people are just, uh, it removes all motivation to even date or put yourself out there anymore yeah, because we got a lot of what's different. the fucking point when people aren't willing to like meet me in the middle? Like I'm putting myself out there but you're like, I'm disposable. <sighs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: Also, I would say like I I've never ghosted somebody that was like I was dating in a serious way, but you know they are like people that you see casually and you just stop talking to them, or whatever. But I I just want to say I think people if you're dating someone I think just just send a text don't ghost <laughs> yeah. just be like it's not working out it's not that's fine yeah. just one fucking awkward text.
4: But dude, are you that's afraid it. of people like because I could see where you you know, especially for a woman you say one thing you're like I'm not interested and then you get like something really nasty back Has that I, happened? Does I haven't that happen? gotten anything nasty. Okay.
0: I always like send at least one text, but I did get. I've a few times I've gotten like, but I please, like, yeah, which is not bad,
3: but it's like,
4: no, I get it, yeah.
3: Like, oh, and nice. women get nasty texts for ghosting too, right? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. It's like, that's dude, true. No matter what, you're gonna, yeah, you're gonna you get, get damn weird texts.
4: Damn, wow, yeah, from, <laughs> men. <laughs> from yeah, men. No, from No, oh, you, you. didn't have to say that. Yeah,
1: trust me, <laughs> the bad guy is the sister. Yeah, I get it. Young me, I wanted to interrupt this podcast really quickly to talk about butt stuff. <laughs>
0: what?
2: <laughs>
1: so, I recently got a tushy bidet, and allegedly, I'm going to say this on the record allegedly, it has taken me 31 years to realize that I have not been washing my butt properly at all all. That is not what I thought you meant by butt stuff, but (laughs) I am so excited you got
0: a Tushy because I also got a Tushy. And um, let me tell you, the days of me squatting in the shower after poo-poos and adult activities are over.
1: (laughs) So listeners, stop smearing your poop around with toilet paper. We're in 2021. Live in the future. Start washing with the Tushy bidet for a better clean. So go to hellotushy.com slash feelingasian to get 10% off plus free shipping.
0: This is a special offer for our listeners at com slash feelingasian for 10% off. It's worth it for a clean butt. No. <laughs>
1: So the next topic that we wanted to touch on is sex. And
2: I'll 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 go go ahead ahead and I'll
1: excuse myself from this one as well. (laughs) uh, More specifically, uh, (laughs) sexual compatibility. And just to dive right into it, uh, we received a message from someone and they wrote, in a monogamish hetero relationship, we're both Asian and love your pod. How do you keep the initial new relationship energy going past the honeymoon phase? Especially with regard to libido slash sex, mm, I
4: mean, a lot of this is—it's uh, just something you have to work on. I, it, there's no
1: sexy way to get around it. It's that's just, what I think. Is like when you talk about it, it like kind of makes it so scientific and unsexy.
4: It's you no, know? but that's the thing. The, yeah.
1: the, the maintaining it is
4: unsexy. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But, you know, like
3: maintenance you. Maintenance is not sexy. It's right? not sexy.
4: <laughs> but, like, if this is important to you, then you have to continue to do these things. I think also, you know, I mean, to make it sound very, you know, Cosmo advice ad, it's like <laughs> trying new things together. You know, yeah. those are like things where you have to be open to doing those. Like, vulnerability is very. Sexy, that's like the one thing I would say is like there's a sexiness in that, mm. especially I think yeah, for that is sexy basic ass hetero people like myself, yeah. <laughs> you know, like putting yourself out there ends up leading into like this interesting weird area because it's like a place that, you know, in general, you're not supposed to go to, right? Mm. And you end up getting somewhere interesting there. But again, it is a, let's work on
1: this thing. And you like, let's saying. put a donut on your dick. Yes, and exactly. See what happens. And just see what according happens. According to Cosmo. According
0: to Cosmo. Eat around the. Do- I eat remember that article. <laughs> from when I was thirteen, I was like writing notes. <laughs>
3: eat the icing. <laughs> I feel like that's going to cause a yeast infection. <laughs> <laughs> I don't a want powder. Because then like infection. the powdery sugar goes inside little of little you. Yeast. That's oh, literally point. yeast infection.
4: Yeah. Oh so God. maybe yeah. not the donut. Instead, maybe, yeah, <laughs> maybe sugar, something sugar sugar-free. Eat.
1: So that that's the thing. Right. I, I think know. something shifted in my brain recently. Let's say in terms of sexual compatibility, but even also more largely how I approach disagreements is that I, I've spoke about this on the podcast before But I used to I, I mean still do Who knows I'm working through it But lots of performance anxiety Was a big thing for me Oh yeah. Um, yeah Sexually Yeah, and Never for me But yeah okay I always I, I treated it as like um, Fuck you Mike <laughs> Sorry. Mike
0: laughing? I wow tra- Sorry. How dare you I treated it as dare like
1: you. a uh, I'm showing up And I have to knock this out of the park mm. But like As well, like, so you discussed Mike when you do the maintenance or you have this kind of clunky, awkward conversation about sex with your partner, it's, you're like on the same team. And that's yeah. how I've like, that's what kind of like a breakthrough moment for me is like, mm. we're tackling this thing, which is sex and making Working this pleasurable for both yeah. of us. Yeah. But like, there's not one person who is, Supposed to, who's supposed to, like, perform better than the other. Like, yeah. we're on the same side of the table and we're yeah, trying to, like, cook a good meal for, like, that we can both enjoy. It.
4: it I mean, yeah. I will say that I feel like, you know, uh, to not get too gross, um, you love someone. <laughs> and that plays <laughs> a factor. I know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> because I yeah. think a lot of times,
4: especially, you know, especially in New York, I feel like sex is very much a performance. It is a, yeah. you know, animalistic I thing. I hate the... It's just very like check out this from the top rope, you know, like boom, <laughs> and it's just like all sorts of weird. WWE. That was a dumb- yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you know, it's like, but I think like you know, once you when you get to a certain point, you realize that there's this other person. That's that's the weird thing. Like, you know, for a long time, sex and love are not intertwined in mm. in, in in the relationship. You know, they 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 can be, but a lot of times people keep it separate. Yeah. you know for a long time sex and love are different mm. and over time you want to put those things together and they can and that leads into another space but like it is not something that is actually talked about i think i think people think of love as being up on a pedestal mm. and you need to combine it with your physical needs too you know right you know like it's either like a yeah. the sexy tryst or it's like you're you're in love and then you're in the suburbs. That's it.
0: That is an interesting point because people do not really talk about the marriage, love, sex. Like you hear about marriage, like as in we're not having enough sex because we're that's what marriage <laughs> or is. If,
1: using male comedians model, we don't, fuck anymore. Yeah. don't <laughs> fuck anymore. I
0: don't. My wife Stupid doesn't bitch. fuck me anymore. <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't, I don't. Like... <laughs> But yeah, there is like obviously there are people out there that are happily married and having love marriage sex. Love obviously sex. It's there are weird. people that
4: are, I don't know. You anything. don't
0: even hear about that. Yes. Ever.
4: So that's like a that's like a, a space that I feel uh, you know if you're in uh that thing, you know, that that is a that is unusual. Uh, um you know, you, you're not going to get that in like a pre relationship <sighs> yeah. thing. Yeah.
0: Okay, we're well talking about More sex. Here's another message. Um, They said, I guess for me, it's maybe at the most basic level, not aligning with my partner in terms of sexual experience slash desires. My last relationship was very sexually open. By that, I mean kinks and being able to have sex with other people. My ex was into the swinger scene, and most of the Asians you see were white men with Asian women who wasn't fluent in English. Let's that's horrible for the record for the record we're both Asian so it was like two Asian people going to these swinger scenes with uh, got it. I'm now in a monogamous relationship and my partner also Asian isn't very expressive or really knows what he wants in bed I feel like such a freak in parentheses in a bad way mm. and it's really hard trying to pry open that classic Asian man stoicism so we can both have a really good time doing kinky shit That's tough. Yeah. Mm. That's hard. When you're a freak in a bad way. (laughs) In a bad way. (laughs) Parentheses. (laughs) Parentheses. Threateningly. Yeah. Um, We did get a lot of messages from people, from Asian men or their partners about like this sort of stereotype like they're not into sex or Mm. uh, we got one message from an Asian man being like, you know, he's very uncomfortable with the idea of sex. Like it takes him a long time to warm up and things like that. Mm. What do you like that's like kind of interesting. Yeah. You know, sex. I guess to to both of you. Like what what do you think about those like thoughts that people have or you know just cuz we did get a lot of messages about it like that sort of like not sexual or shy in bed Asian man stereotype thing. It's not been my experience personally. <laughs> <laughs> just putting that out there.
4: <laughs> so why am I starting? Are you like, like, I don't you know. Does anyone
3: have any ideas? Well, I I feel like do you guys want to talk first? <laughs> Let that work. We're, women being, we're talk.
4: being we're being very shy, Asian men right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I
0: don't know if that's like uncomfortable, but uh,
4: I mean, I'm uh, yeah. I I feel there is, you know, the incompatibility thing is 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 a tricky one because there's so much shame involved. You know, there's just yeah. so much like yeah. It, even if you are, even if you're the one who's a little bit more. There's shame on both sides. There's shame on like yeah. if you're the freaky one and you're 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 you may be afraid of being judged, right? And the other way too, like if you're one who's maybe like you're not
1: like why am I so vanilla? Right, like, I'm so yeah. vanilla. You know, yeah. I'm yeah.
4: I'm a basic dude. I like good old missionary. You know, I right. like to because then we can get we get to plan our day as we're looking at each other. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and we're that's like
0: marriage sex. That's marriage sex. We're
4: <laughs> like well, like sex. listen after get this, okay? Groceries. We got you're gonna go the dry cleaning. <laughs> I'm gonna go pick up the hot, hot dogs. You know, and and um.
0: That sounds kind of hot, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, whoa, I want to
4: do that. You know, I, I, I do think it is really hard to work through those things. There's, I mean, that's, this, that, we could pinch off this thing and start a whole new podcast with just this. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, yeah, right. right. So yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I don't know. I mean, I want to leave it. I'm just going to put a pin in there for a second. because
1: right. I want to hear what everyone else says. I do think that sexual compatibility is, it's very real. I yeah, think yeah. there are yeah, like yeah. limits to it. Yeah, um, for sure. People have different, like, levels of patience or like even openness and vulnerability to unwillingness to talk about this kind of shit Mm, I think the and this ties back to what I said earlier but it's just it's just seeing this as a new avenue for like you to connect with your partner like as Mike said as clunky and weird as it is like maybe you two will end up like connecting more deeply if you can solve this together right Mm. but yeah it's hard like you said it's super tricky because I've you know, you, we, like there have been women who've certainly told me like we're not sexually compatible. And it's like yeah, we're, what? Totally, dang. Yeah. They said that. Yeah. Why? But, well, I don't know. Maybe we, we oh. hooked up and it wasn't it wasn't great. Oh. <laughs> well, what what, do you, what is your experience been?
0: Trying to
3: think. <laughs> well, I think I mean I feel like there's also a difference between like casual hookups and like this sounds like a, a serious right. serious relationship and it sounds like this person wants things to work out. Right. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: Uh, I feel like you know there's also relationships. This is specifically a woman, right, who Mm -hmm. feels more sexual than her male partner. Yeah, But I feel like whatever the sexuality or gender is, I feel like if there's... A lot of times I think the person who maybe isn't as sexual also just doesn't feel sexy. Mm. And so I also think it is, Mm. like, it's good to just make the other person feel sexy. I feel like when someone makes you feel sexy, it also, like... I kind of want to fuck more. You know what yeah. I mean? It feels yeah. good to be made to feel sexy. Yep. Yeah. And so I feel like that can also be, just, that sounds easy, like simple, but just like encouragement, I think yeah. is,
2: yeah. is mm. it's good really good advice. and
3: like, you know, can be liberating if, you know, if that yeah. person is maybe closed off because they're self conscious about something. Right,
1: right. Yeah, um, yeah. But like, uh, coming, like as someone who's come, who comes from, uh, Like the more anxious approach when it comes to sex, something Mm -hmm. that helps me personally a lot is the permission to fail and Mm, the reassurance of knowing, even if this, like we try this with something different, or even if like we try to fuck and it doesn't go as planned, like it's truly okay. Like it's okay, this is safe, like it's okay to fail and yep. yeah that like really helps me right so yeah. and you're like I think that's sound advice especially on your end you like just encouragement
2: yeah
0: encouragement you know but the the hard thing is because I used to be really insecure about my body like I have like body dysmorphia and stuff like that um, and so I think now I'm like so much better at sex because I'm just like like that, yeah. like that yeah. whereas <laughs> in the door, before, I was, like, <gasps> like totally. so in my head about how, how fucking disgusting I thought that I looked that I mm. couldn't even... Even if somebody... Sometimes, yeah, it's just, like, it's hard because, like, That's somebody... My point. partner could have been, like... Obviously, if they're having sex with me, they were attracted to me. They could have yeah. said whatever, and I would still be, like, no, I'm ugly. <laughs> Turn off
2: the lights. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so it's, like, it is kind of hard, you know? I think women should
3: do this to men, and I think men should do this to other men, and I think, yeah. you know... uh. I think everyone should like also during sex tell the other person that they're fucking hot. Yeah. Mm. Like I think that I do. Huh? I do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Like let people know that you're like really enjoying and feeling them too. And I, I feel like that's something I wish I did more of too. And I wish that other people had done that to me as well.
4: I I, Um, I agree. I think there's so much about, you know, I think especially in America, it's like, Sex is like a finish line. Mm. There's a finish line to it. It's like, okay, we're gonna get to here. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a goal. goal, Yeah, you know, and there there shouldn't be a goal. You know, I feel like that's something people. It's just an experience. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. you guys are just. It's not. It's not like. A, yeah. It's not a race. It's just like you guys, just two people riffing, dude. You know, what I'm yeah. saying? two people, one We're on just the ukulele, jammin, just jamming. And when you have it it's like that, then like, yeah, sure. Hey, you're gonna t- you're gonna play the hits. Yeah. But also, you're you're gonna you're gonna try this weird thing with the bongo and the ukulele <laughs> later on. What and is then- your
0: air instrument when you have sex? Mine is like a really low, like sitting low bass guitar.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Mine's definitely <laughs> a sitar. Sitar. Yeah. Sitar. Mine's but, like, a harp. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, well, so you know, fine. like uh,
2: I'm, a
1: a f-
4: I'm a piccolo. Yeah, and I think that's a good analogy. You know, you, then you're not afraid to fail. You're telling the other person, "Dude, dude nice harp playing. Sick yeah, like, harp playing, dude."
2: What is the triangle?
4: <laughs> yeah, one just trying
0: The cowbell. Yeah, <laughs> mine's the cowbell
4: Yeah, you do. You, yeah, and you, you know, you have to, be, you have to get into your own playing. You know, you think you're. You're uh, you're you're awesome, and that's like that's a good way to start off. You
3: know? But also, Riff. I feel like the way you just described sex is also, how, I think, a good way to also think about like dating True. too. Where it's mm. like, I I feel like dating is also. Very goal oriented for a lot yes, of people, yes, and yeah, that's yeah. fine. It's okay to have a goal when it comes to dating. Yeah, I understand wanting to be like, I want to find my per- my right. person, marriage right. and kids. Sure, or, yeah. right. But that's also such that's, a goal oriented yeah. way of looking Absolutely. at relationships, where it's like, also you should date people to have interesting experiences yes. and have adventures and yes. have fun with yes. new people yes. and yeah. like learn about yourself through other people. Like, you know, I think that's just good advice.
0: For dating,
4: yeah, dude, get that sitar going. That's yeah, that's yeah. like hell yeah.
0: That's I like I love that. Cause <laughs> yeah, so many yeah. people because you're just there to have fucking fun, man. Like Absolutely. you don't
4: need to like that's very true.
0: move to the suburbs and get a van, you know, yeah. with yeah. this person. I do I mean, think it's
4: always weird when people are like, not so much in New York because people who, like, who are like this don't end up in New York or stay in New York because mm, like
2: mm-hmm.
4: the whole it's like they're trying to catch Pokemon of just like. God met this person. Now we're moving this here. Now Mm. we're doing this. And now we're having kid A. And exactly, you know, 18 months later, we're having kid B. And then we're, you know, like, I'm getting, you know, it's like there is, there's a lot of people like that. And I always think of that as being like far more just psychotic (laughs) than someone who's just like, hey, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm trying to figure it out because, you know, like it's just so regimented. And if, if it doesn't fit to that plan, then yeah. people get discarded
1: very easily it's know? so pervasive everywhere yeah. Yeah. even in just sex the yes. goal is there's a goal it's always like dude comes that's jizz jizz yes, exactly. done sex is done yeah we did it. guy comes yeah, yeah. we both I mean, porn it. is always come. like that just come yeah. we, won,
0: we won at sex <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah. Yeah. there's no yeah that's exactly yeah, and that's then like, it's weird yeah well that's that's such a good point I think I really like I, I really think that's great advice to not see things at like a finish line. Because you're
1: jamming. You're having just missionary jamming, sex dude. and you, you realize you really need to buy some fucking salmon. So you just stop dude. and you go get some salmon. Yeah, you
0: need some salmon, baby.
4: And then the salmon becomes part of the sex, dude. You're at fucking Safeway that getting will salmon. That
2: will
0: cause a yeast infection. That yeah, will cause a yeast infection. I'm not. Into this. don't want to get don't the salmon in there. Smoke okay. salmon okay. Into the You know, bedroom. but you're
4: backtracking. You're backtracking. Oh. Now you're in the
1: process. And Ar- then was. you got the yeah. donut back into you the mix. Donut back. In there, you stop by the donut (laughs) (laughs)
4: shop. Okay, this combination isn't working. That's okay, baby. You know, get the (laughs) Sith
2: heart.
0: Everything leads to somebody getting a yeast
2: infection. (laughs) (laughs) All
0: right, so I guess that like actually leads us to our last topic Um,
1: marriage/slash divorce.
0: Yeah,
1: kick us off, young me.
0: So, we, we got a lot of messages, you know, from people. Like I said, we really haven't. Touched on marriage a lot on our podcast. This is weird, you know. I was married for ten years. I'm divorced. Um,
1: I just feel like most podcasts, people are like, singles being being singles hard. I'm dating, and yeah. there's so many dating podcasts. And you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. We
2: yeah, you
0: we
1: were being we, we were being neglectful to our wonderful <laughs> married and divorced listeners. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I feel like a want. marriage
0: podcast would be just like a Christian youth pastor. Uh, <laughs> like, I love right. being married to I my
1: wife <laughs>
4: every week. And it's we. Great bought the salmon and she got a yeast infection. <laughs> and, no, yeah. I, but I feel
3: like you could be a good host of a, a cool yeah, marriage. Marriage. Podcast. I, think
4: it's a cool way. Mari- I think it's cool that I think that the difference You can title it Happily Married. Aggressively Aggressively, <laughs> aggressively <laughs> Married <laughs> is I went to uh I went to see Mary Beth Barone's Drag His Ass show and yeah. they had a section where they were just like talking about like the fuck boys they this is from the audience. Like people fuck boys they've met. And like there was like these in not even insane but just like you know, dating stories that you, it could go on and on, but it's like they're bad, they're terrible, but they're kind of fun. And you, yeah. you know, it's a story where you're like, that totally sucks. But in like a couple years, you're gonna be look back and everyone's gonna be like, I can't believe that happened. Fuck that guy, it was great. Ah, right, right. But like, I feel like with marriage, the stakes are very high all mm-hmm. the time. Yeah, and because if there's something that bad, that's bad that happens in the marriage, yeah, that's like a bad sign. You know, yeah, yeah. So I feel like there's not um, there's like. It's it's a wonderful thing, but it's like less fun. Do you know what I'm saying? There yeah, can be yeah. really great moments that are really deep. They're very, it's very beautiful. And mm-hmm. it's, but it's less like, yeah, we're doing shots later. Although, hey, me and my wife do shots all the time.
0: Yeah, yeah. You, if you want to be happily married, do shots with your partner is what Mike's saying right yes, now. Yes, that well, is a
4: huge part of it. So
0: we got a lot of messages from people uh, that I saw a lot of messages like saying that the. The pandemic caused Because you know Everyone knows this Caused them to like Realize that they're Unhappily married yeah. And then And then along What well, you were saying Mike With the people who think yeah. That they have to follow Like get yeah, married path. Have kids move, right. blah, blah 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 Somebody We got a message From, from somebody saying That she is single and she's unmarried and doesn't have kids. And that is like so much stress and pressure because mm. everyone always brings it up. And uh. like, like, you know, like what Brian said, it's so pervasive in our society. Yeah. Like they have the people goal. are obsessed with like yeah. this. Yeah. Um, should I read one of these yeah. messages? Yeah. Yeah. So this one says, married for eight years now and I still have trouble telling my wife that she did something wrong. I end up blaming other people for something that went wrong that was her fault due to her choices oh. so that I avoid her feeling bad or looking like I'm blaming her. This could be a thing where I'm objectively an asshole for thinking these parentheses few things were her fault but I'll probably never know. Ooh.
1: Ooh. Do you ever have that Mike?
4: My wife and I, we've if we've noticed that we don't fight Nearly as much as we do because we there are trigger points that every single person individuals have that are like things that will set a person off mm. for whatever reason, and they're usually very small- relatively small things mm. and in the relationship that we've had, like I had to learn what mine were, and she had to learn what hers were and I think it sounds like for this person, there is a criticism that this mm. that the wife is sensitive to mm. like it, you know i'm saying the way you bring this sort of things up mm-hmm. right i still um, have
1: trouble telling my wife that she did something wrong right exactly mm.
4: and so that to me is telling that he's done this he's he's tried to bring it up before and she's sensitive to it mm. right and because maybe there's a trigger point there yeah right uh, but, and yeah. and 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 for me and my wife i think we had to learn what those were in order to head them off Right, a lot of this is about. I mean, like, this is what a lot of therapy is: is like identifying the thing that is like causing you to irrationally fly off the handle and mm. get super mad. Right. One thing I've learned too is that um, when you get upset at your partner, it's a weird part of your brain that is like something unfair is happening to me,
2: Mm. and I
4: am going to like lash out. Right. Mm -hmm. And the trick, I guess, is to understand that you're getting upset. And to understand why you're getting upset. And then to bring that up to the person. Mm. And to try to cool off the problem. You know, it's like it's like an alarm going off, right? There is a problem and you need to bring it up to your partner
1: without blowing up the, the whole warehouse. So what do you do in the case that it is... The thing that is making you upset is something that your wife is... It's a trigger point for her. Mm. It's right. upsetting. Like, you know... I'm speaking idealistically, what's the issue with just radical transparency then? And yeah. just like laying it all out there and you, you, you clear you, the air faster, but it may hurt.
4: Well, I do I think you do need to you need to work on that mm-hmm. thing, whatever the trigger is, and to bring it up. But remember that by definition, that is a sensitive point. And that person has to be able to like accept that that is so for example, like the way I used to fight with my wife was um, you know, uh, I would bring up a like counter example that was clearly not real. And I realized Mm. I learned that technique from my mom. My mom still does that. Uh, that. She still does it. And I know when she's doing it now and I know Mm -hmm. when I'm doing it now. And it's taken years and years and years for me to even know when I'm doing it. And then my, you know, like, so- It it just is, it's like, uh, it's first you identify it. You have to both acknowledge that that's a problem and then you both have to work on those things. But it takes a long time. You could do the radical thing, but you could also, that ends up just, that person might just retreat further back into the thing. So, Mm. you know, uh, I don't know what the exact answer is, but you know, uh, I think first acknowledging it and that person's seeing I do have a, an issue with this. And maybe right. I learned it from, usually you learn it from your parents. Right. But, you know, because that's who you model your relationships after, right? Yeah, totally. So yeah. you, you start from there and you, you know, uh, you both work towards trying to not have that. You both realize this is, a, you know, you both have to deep down go, I, it's really hard to do this when you're fighting. Yeah. But like, if you're like, okay, I love you. But this is pissing me off. Like, if you can lay that baseline down, then it's like a net. You're like, okay, we're not, we're not going to break up or something. Yeah, yeah, Mm. yeah. We're going to work on this thing, even though I fucking want to kill you right now.
0: So I was... But this is how I'm reading it. The, yeah, the I could message. be reading this message said, wrong, yeah. You were like, oh, it sounds like he's done this and she reacted bad and now he's sort of like afraid of, or like not comfortable doing it again. Yeah. But for me, I was reading it like he he's seeing it as an issue with himself. I, I was like, You're I don't right. even think she's ever... I, I don't know, maybe she has, no, but no, no, this right. message, it sounds like he's like, I am somehow incapable of confronting her because I'm afraid. You're absolutely right. So like, but not, I'm not, um... I mean, which,
1: the, these are both like... I yeah, because we think don't know, we don't know think, if he didn't
0: say that, but, but yeah, the thing yeah. is, I've, maybe this is probably because I see myself in these comments and messages. Like, I've had that issue in the past where... The other person didn't do anything, but I was just too afraid of confrontation. So I would never confront them because I was like just me just terrified of confrontation. And right. now I've like, you know, matured and now I can handle it. But when I was younger, I would just be so scared to confront like my old roommate. And mm. I would never bring up anything. And then I was terrified of her all the time. Yeah,
1: I'm the same way. Yeah. And it's, in net, it's always a worse outcome because I'm very non-confrontational. I don't want to make people upset. So I tend to fall into people-pleasing tendencies. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. that thing that made me upset or that trigger, it still hasn't been released inside uh-uh. of me. So it just bubbles and stews just and then I snap.
0: Yeah, resentment <laughs> yeah. and you're just like, fuck this person, you know? And the, the truth is if I confronted like my old, this is a good example, my old roommate about, hey, I don't like it when you do this. She might've just been like, oh yeah I'm sorry or she might have been like shut up you bitch or whatever I don't know what she would have been. but like the truth <laughs> I
1: is mean, I mean we deal con- with it in our own podcast where anytime yeah. I get upset at you and you're like oh I could tell that there was something bothering you like <laughs> day, weeks leading up to it oh I'm my like, god yeah, yeah Brian fuck. Brian
0: I can tell when Brian's upset I'm like what is it <laughs> yeah. Brian with you or in general at me uh, or something like else like when you're working
1: well you know when you were, working, yeah. we're working on something together like Brian, and there's disagreements mad at me that happen like yes
0: i'm mad at you <laughs> yes. One time he called me and said yes i'm mad at-. I like, I that's a good it. that's yeah. a good yeah. like that's
4: a good marriage relationship right there you detect yeah, yeah. That the other person and then you lay it out yeah. there yeah. you know and you, and know, you work fought, on that yeah. thing our yeah. friend
0: relationship is like that cuz we fight a lot Yeah. Do you? we you? just i think not it's just, not just a lot but we it's, when you do a podcast or just any creative endeavor with someone we're different
1: personalities like it happens
0: are angry screaming but but yeah. we know, like, we're not gonna ever. It's like that's how marriage is. we know you're. We're not gonna get divorce. We're not. We're not gonna get a divorce. Like, we're not we're gonna. We're but. Like, so I think. Right.
4: Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, first, what? How about you? Are you good with competition? Or are you like good with like bringing that up?
3: To- I think I'm getting better, mm-hmm. but yeah. I haven't had. Uh, I haven't had anyone. That- romantically been around long enough to even yeah. worry about confrontation that's to, the secret like, yep. that's, <laughs> I
2: love you stay I'm great at it. violently
3: single no confrontations none, none. got right. nobody to confront yeah. no that's not good um, but I feel like with other relationships like friendships and family stuff like when issues arise I do sort of want to just like hey that was weird Let's let's talk about this. Yeah. Mm. Um. So I also don't want like it's weird because I do think you don't want to be seen as a confrontational person necessarily. But I'm Hard still older. Women, yeah. I wish that there was a better like. Yeah. Confrontation sounds like
1: hostile. Yeah. Yeah, it like sounds hostile. Uh, yeah. But it's mm.
3: it's like n- no, it's almost like transparent is maybe a better yeah. W- yeah. open yeah. open yeah. transparent. Um, yeah, yeah. Or like proactively. Yeah, like willing to problem solve. Yeah.
2: But it That's does a have a bad
3: connotation that maybe is some weird internalized sexism that I'm like, yeah. I'm scared to be considered confrontational. But the truth is I yeah. like I, I do wanna be seen as someone who's like, Yeah, let's yes. I don't I don't like passive aggressive energy. I don't right. want the to be passive aggressive yep. towards people. Yep. Yeah. I have been in the past. I yep. don't think it's cute. Yeah. So it's something the I don't worst. wanna work I like, yeah. Yeah.
1: That's, no, I, I mean yeah. I have that with my Girlfriend now, where she's called me out on passive aggressive energy, and I'm like, oh, so crazy,
2: yeah, it's true. Yeah. Ryan,
0: I I just feel like when you're upset, like it's so I can't like imagine you being like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you're great. No, I'm teeth. fine. <sighs> what do you mean? It's great. Yeah, passive
0: aggressive is. And I'm, I'm sorry for this person. If you're listening, like, I don't, it's not, obviously not your fault. Cause like, if you're being afraid of confrontation. confrontation is hard. It's hard. It's, it's hard. scary. Yeah. And you like, a lot of people, like for me, mine was caused by like a traumatic childhood and abuse. Yeah, 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 yeah And like yeah. a lot of like abuse, like survivors are, that's where we're, you know, that's where, that's why we're afraid of it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And so like, that's totally fine. But like the passive aggressive fucking thing it's so toxic. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah And for it's sure. like it's like what you were saying, like it's let's not call call it confrontation. Let's call it on, I'm just an honest person. I'm being honest with my emotions. I'm angry and I'm telling you.
4: Yeah.
2: So right. you don't
0: have to sit there and guess and be scared or whatever.
2: Right. It's like right. we should
0: reframe that. Like that. Absolutely. That's good advice.
4: Um yeah. do we we're think gonna Korean people? Like movies? where do we learn? Cause I feel like <laughs> that is something I Tr- see. Try carefully. What?
2: Do I have, did you say, oh, Mike? Mic yeah. open.
4: Do we think Korean Do we think <laughs> you know, I mean, like, yeah. I feel like passive aggressiveness is a very Asian thing. Yeah. You know, you see with like in laws and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, why is it that? Why is that the route that's taken? You know what know. I'm saying? Because I think other cultures are a little bit more, maybe yeah. sometimes stereotypically, but they're a little bit more like get your feelings out there. Direct. You know, yeah. maybe not to say that that's always the best. solution course of action well because like
0: culturally it's looked down upon to show your emotions they see it as weakness right like they're like even the sexism thing like is like oh if a woman is angry she's a bitch you know like that's like sexist but i think i think in korea there's a lot of like belief that if you're if you cry like people are like oh well you're crying wow you get angry people like make fun of you for emoting like you're not in control of your emotions or you're like you know what I mean? Like, yeah. You, like you're mm. immature or mm. something whenever you show your emotions. That is a
1: I great think, point though. I think
0: it's also maybe people think of, I think that
3: like respect is a big part of the culture yeah. too. Yeah. And like honor. And so I feel like sometimes confrontation can maybe like, you're embarrassing me by confronting me. Right. You're pointing mm. out like, you know, y- this is, you're causing me shame in
0: a way that um, I, it's
2: It's
0: a bummer kind of to don't know that you can do something wrong and it's fine. You don't have to be ashamed. But if you believe that, then if somebody confronts you, then it's like you're, yeah, like you're shaming me.
1: Whoa, Right. And even with the hierarchy of if you are the elder or then assuming the position of power, it is almost uh, demeaning to your power to confront someone that something is like upsetting you that much Like the expectation is that you're chilling so
0: toxic (laughs) Yeah, it's so
2: toxic I hate
1: that this is sort of a side it's not related to relationships
4: but I think one of the weirdest things I've ever learned is to respect your elders Mm. I've always thought of that as being the reason why I don't speak up to a lot of people Mm. because for a long time I was younger than everyone and now I'm kind of older than everyone so I'm like (laughs) but I'm like now I'm like oh that was kind of I don't want to say it's bullshit I think there is value of course you should I guess, but like to me, it like stunted me a lot. I was like, oh, I'm not supposed to talk back to this person. Mm. This, this, a lot of my relatives would be complete assholes to me and I I wouldn't be able to say anything. I do this at work, you know, like if you're older than me. And now I realize these people, they, they don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, they, they are exactly the Literally same as me. Know. They've just been alive longer.
0: Totally. And they may stupid. actually
4: be dumber than me, and they're just they're just alive longer and
0: getting worse with age. And getting yeah. worse with age. And I'm just like, this is stupider one of the worst things
4: stupider. I've ever had. If you were you know? young, unless
0: list- if you're in high school, don't ever listen to adults. That high school teacher? stupid as- I was Way smarter when I was in high school. Yeah,
4: they don't know. <laughs> they're not better than
1: you. Anyways, that's just a thing. Stupid. Yeah, that's a really interesting important
2: point. that's a great point.
1: Uh, We want to, so we have one more uh, message that it touches on the realm of marriage and divorce. And uh, once again, we want to thank all our listeners for submitting their stories and putting themselves out there. Uh, We definitely are going to make this into a recurring thing. But this person wrote I'm currently divorced and I'm single and I'm trying to date. It's hard to meet people organically and online. I date older uh, with hopes of finding a more mature guy, but come to find that once they're 40 plus and still single, there's a reason for that. Ooh. What I say about respect your oh elders, don't respect those elders.
0: If a <laughs> guy is 40 plus and single,
1: oh, yeah? run. Really? <laughs> Meaning like, really?
0: never been married even? Run. Is I, that the same?
1: I think maybe okay. I think, Let's make that, a distinction between divorced? the two. Never married. I think the <laughs>
0: better then? I don't know. They're all bad actually. i talk about this all the time. Once like a straight man hits 40. Not to sound ageist—that's so <laughs> <laughs> not what I meant. That's not not what to I meant. sound <laughs> ageist,
1: even though what, gonna, I just, what I said is extremely ageist. Go ahead. i am going to oh,
0: this is, I'm reframe that. Pop delete off. that. Nobody. Nobody. It l- it's still punching up. It's
2: I'm going to keep it in. <laughs> 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 <in>. <laughs> 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 it's, it's
0: Okay, there is a certain thing that happens to a lot of. This is New York specific. New too, York for so sure. I'm not, I'm I, I think saying, I, I agree with you. New York guys that are single and they're like 45, and you know, they like, I don't know, went to like an Ivy League and they live in fucking Lower East Side. Like, those yep. guys run, run away, <laughs> I've run never away. That person. Like, the, really? there's like a lot of them. Like, really? I feel like.
4: You never like met a, like a oh I'm a I'm the creative director it's we're at a thing and I'm like in Soho my I'm house age. yeah okay yeah. you never met an older one who's oh, like
0: the divorced he's always, ones are yeah, weird okay. like you know because I'm like I interact with like Sorry. divorced dads and married dad like yeah. those guys yeah run wow hmm. They're so fucking, something happens. You're not supposed to live in New York City that long and single and taken yeah. down every, you know what I mean? Like, but you're not uh, supposed yeah. to be doing that that long.
4: But there's yeah. like a whole like mythos here of like that person, you know? I watched a lot of sex in the city. So it's like the whole like Mr. Big, you know? He's that like, guy. he's that guy, right? And there's like a, New York is very tolerant of that and kind of person. And in fact, yeah. in, you they know, create they create that, that person and value that. This is a guy. He's never been married. He's committed to his job. He works really hard, blah, blah, blah. blah. You're the man. You know, that's like the goal, like the stereotypical yeah. goal of like a career New York person, you yeah. know? So there's a lot of value for those guys and mm. those guys feel comfortable just like being a fucking fuck boy, you know, mm. going to Ibiza, so you know? F- I
3: will mean, admit so though, weird. not some of those details, but part, a small part of me maybe wants to be a female version of that. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's know, cool. Fine being we're, we're, I'm being honest. if you're a woman.
0: I, is to- it okay if you're yeah, a cool. woman? It's like, that's cool. Yeah. I love that I, okay. Jenna I, I actually Lyons. know a lot of women that are that <laughs> oh, yeah. and every single one of them are
3: fucking awesome but Jenna yes. Lyons is divorced and has a kid mm, and yeah, I true. think it now is in a serious relationship okay. who's she's Jenna just, Lyons?
1: she's like the creative the director, director of, of Crew. Uh, okay. former
0: former yeah. yeah do you think it's harder getting older and dating like does
1: well, it get older because because all, like, harder to date when you get older like, similar because know, it's not, like from this person's experience Ooh. like the dating pool gets you're like fuck There's... These dudes are weird.
0: I don't know. I'm my age. I don't even think I'm that old. But I think a lot of people... I'm right... Like, they do up to 35. You know what I mean? I'm 36. Uh, So, that's why I think I don't get, like, as many... I mean, I do get a lot of matches on dating apps and stuff like that. But I I have a feeling. I was like, I bet a lot of people do up to 35. Okay. Both of you... I think I've said this before. Both of you have
3: popped up in on my Hinge. um, Really, like the what the special people. Really, (laughs) yes. I thought I messaged you once. Yeah, 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 Maybe. Yeah. Wow. Oh my God. I wanted to give you both a rose just to be like, hey, but I'm like, nah, I don't want to waste my rose on them because you only get one a week and then mess- I have to pay so I'm not going to do that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I would give you both roses as wow. friends.
4: What is a special thing? See, this is like some It's, like, oh,
3: it's like, they think that you're going to be compatible.
0: Oh, really? No, 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 no. Oh, no? That's not
3: what it means. No. It's not, oh. it's not that you guys were recommended as in like we think you would. It's like, this is who's, popular and wanted and on him.
1: Really? Well that's what? up. They have what? I thought it was that. algorithmically fucked. catered to. I,
3: but it's it's not just who you, you know what I'm talking about, right? There's yeah. a special carousel with the, the rose next to it. You know, like the, the standouts. Whoa. The standouts. These guys are the amazing. Whoa. You guys have both been what? on my standouts. Wow. 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 <laughs> <laughs> have I been on your standouts? I haven't looked at Hinge in a
0: really long time. <laughs> no. let me look. I mean, look. Let me. look. I haven't looked. I don't even so look good. at that part. I'm not. I'm actually kind of unsure of what you're talking about. I don't think I've ever seen that part. Where is yeah, it? Yeah,
1: I don't know. What's the stand out? I don't know. Oh, there's a tab. You
3: know, Brian. You I've said. Standout. Whatever said. I don't
1: yeah. know. I don't. No, <laughs> wow. I've seen, I see. I'm like not 100 percent sure. I'm pretty I know sure what you're it's about. algorithmically catered to like because there's a. But type. you're still
3: getting highlighted. Like it's it's Hinge yeah. saying these are people who are. In demand and good, and like everyone who's on it, there's no wow. schmuck. Like it's all hot people. Whenever
0: I see that, I'm like, I don't want to click on this person because they're cheating on me already.
2: <laughs> like I get really weird, like
0: <laughs> like the Tinder. What what is it, the Tinder thing? Like oh, this person's really popular. Do you want to super like them? I'm like, no, I break up with them. Wow, they're <laughs> cheating on me. <laughs> Never mind, no. I unswipe. There's a trope about like divorced moms or never dating or whatever. I'm like, what? What? (laughs) Who? Who Yeah, but they're not.
4: You know, I mean, come on, they're not getting special liked or whatever it's called on Hinge. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. Thanks, Hinge. Yeah. I haven't looked at Hinge in so long. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. They were putting me on. Yeah.
4: You're gonna have so many, dude.
0: Damn. Yeah.
4: It's like getting a a recommendation on LinkedIn. Nice. So I'm trying to relate, you know?
1: That's cool. That rounds out our dating roundup episode. Uh, Julia and Mike, thank you so much for joining us that is, uh, on the podcast. so fire that you don't even provide answers. See, this is how come you guys are so successful. <laughs> we don't
0: have answers.
4: It's so good. It's just like, you're just going to bring it out were there you? and we're just going to sit our vibe, it, dude. Yeah, yeah, There's no answer. We're not helping anyone. We're not helping. We're just fun. Like, yeah, that was great.
2: That's amazing.
1: Okay, Mike. Well, if you're so eager to, no, to no. prescribe advice. No. Do you have any last parting words no, for our listeners? No, 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 no,
0: no, no. Don't try. No, 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 no,
1: You're going to, no. Don't pin this on me. I'm going
0: to say, yeah. Mike's advice is when you're having marriage sex, you got to plan your day at the same plan time. Plan your day. That's what Save Dylan time. told me. Dylan
4: efficiency Adler, is everything. He was about efficiency and also remember, get divorced. Okay. Get
0: divorced. I think Julia had a lot of great advice
3: today, actually. Amazing. I was like,
0: Yes. Yeah, single, any-
3: single and wise baby. <laughs> um I that's funny that I had good advice because clearly it's not
0: working. <laughs> like I'm
4: not. But <laughs> I feel you're thriving. I feel whenever you're thriving Every time I see you, I'm like, last time I, I saw feel you said you're like happy, thriving.
0: Right? Oh. Like we really? were talking we were talking about how like there's that trope that, oh, women want to get married and have babies and you're like, yeah. no, I love being single. I'm I'm comfortable being single. Yeah.
3: I mean, yeah. you know, we all have our moments. Um Yeah, I think they're like, in general though, I I do feel like it's been a good time to date myself.
2: Yeah, (laughs) that's great.
3: And I Uh, think everyone should date themselves for a bit.
0: (laughs) And get divorced.
2: And then divorce yourself. yourself. (laughs) Because you're
4: a piece of shit.
1: Um, For listeners out there, where can they find you and your work?
4: Uh, you can find me, check out my, my podcast with Fumi Uh It's Asia not Asian. Find us uh, on the internet, on all, all the platforms. Um, and you can find me on Instagram at NicePantsBro.
0: How about you, Julia?
3: Nothing to really plug, <laughs> but you can follow me at Julia Shiplett on everything, including Venmo. <laughs> wow.
1: Wow. wow.
0: What about you, Brian?
1: You guys can find me on socials at It's Brian Park. And what about you?
0: I uh, YM mayor and young me mayor on TikTok, and you can follow our podcast, that Feeling Asian podcast, on Instagram and TikTok, and our YouTube channel.
1: Yes, Feeling and Asia. our next live show is September sixteenth at Caveat. It sold out the first time. Mike go, was there. Go to it. It's amazing. So good.
0: It sold out in thirty minutes last time. So if you're wow. hearing this, get your ticket now. <laughs> Caveat.nyc. at NYC. Bye everyone. Bye.